Sassy, sexy, spunky, witty, and best of all, opinionated. They are the girlfriends. And now here are Shelly and Shauna. Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the girlfriends. I'm sitting here with Shelly MacArthur, and I'm Shauna Montgomery, and we have had just an unbelievable weekend, both of us, and we're glad to be here, and we're certainly glad that you tuned in. You're listening to the webtalkradio.net. Shell. How was your weekend? Had a wonderful weekend, but I really think we should start with recapping some of the fabulous guests we've had the last several weeks on our show. We have been so fortunate. We have lucked out. Um, I have to tell you, I just found it that with India Hicks being here in town and us getting an interview with her, which she's so hot and happening right now, I loved all of her products. I loved her products, and I loved her. First of all, when you have an English accent like that, I mean, come on. So How great. can you not like her when she has a wonderful accent like that? She has these five incredible children. Her story is, she's got it made. She's got this great story. She has wonderful products. And I thought it was really interesting to me after reading. I mean, I think she's really come into her own niche. You could, just by talking with her, you knew that she had gone through, dabbled in so many different careers, but nothing really, really settled with her, and now I think she is really enjoying this, but how is she doing that, Shelley, with five kids? I will never know. Well, you know, she said she's had a nanny for like 25 years. She's got another person called Big Banana or Top Banana or whatever her name was. Top Banana, I loved that. That did all the cooking, and you know, she's taken, you know, as one does, I think you take those different occupations that she's had so many in modeling and experience designing and experience and she's extraordinarily artful and her father coming from this great design background with her father being David Hicks she's able to incorporate all that and it again as we've said many times to our listeners you know I know that a lot of CEOs and business people say you have to have a plan but sometimes you just need to trust your instincts and go with the flow of what you do best, and hopefully in life it all comes together. Well, and I think for her especially it has, because modeling, as she said, gave her tremendous confidence. And I wish all the listeners could have seen her, because she is not pretentious. She is a tall, very natural, very willowy type person that you could tell is easygoing, um, doesn't have a strict agenda, and we had a good hour and a half interview, which we couldn't air to everybody, but I found her very, I found her very inspiring, just for me, and plus the fact, for those of you that didn't um, go back on our podcast and go into our website, which is the-girlfriends.com, and um, listen to her story. It's really something, and we have pictures of her product. 
which can be purchased through various ambassadors, as she calls them, that are in her tribe, as she calls it. And she only goes through direct marketing, and direct have, sales. Yeah, we put Mary O'Doherty's, which is a uh, her Chicago Midwest ambassador, her whole link on there. So if you have any questions or you do want to purchase, please feel free to go to that, and Mary can give you more information. Great products. Great products, great interview. I love doing the guest interviews. Um, today, listeners, we don't have a special celebrity guest speaker, but it doesn't matter because we're going to recap a lot of these others, and we've got a lot to talk about. You and I. How about the interview with Nina Ivan? I thought that was fabulous. You know, here in Nina, we've known her for, I want to say 100 years, but it certainly wasn't. We love you, Nina. Um, but, you know, working for her, and I would have liked to have really gone into more of the experiences that we personally had with Nina, but we couldn't do it because we didn't have the time. Oh, my God, we were scared to death. Scared to death of, of Nina. And now she's become such a great friend, and she is so creative and so professional, and I think we both learned so many lessons from her um, in professionalism, number one, and in the modeling industry. She just taught us so many things. I mean, you could never be late. Never, never, never. You had to be completely well-coiffed, meant full makeup, very kept hair. Hair pulled back in a very tight chignon. No funky nail polish. No. Red lips. And you know, the funny part is, it, as we've always said, the girlfriends have what goes around comes around, and all that whole look is coming back. That whole look is coming back, and she also required at the time, which I don't really think models now have to do, but, you know, being in the modeling industry for as long as both Sean and I were, you had to bring your own accessories, meaning that you had to have your shoes updated and you had to have the latest pumps, silver, black, sandal, bone pumps, uh, blah, 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 well, and underpinnings. And you had to carry this big bag, which is why all the girls we know that we used to model with when we get together with them have wrecked shoulders and feet. Yeah, thank God. Now everyone's doing it on wheels. Smart girls, they are. But you did have to have the staples. And in our day, it was, you know, a black uh, Charles Jordan pump, bone Charles Jordan pump, a high heel, and uh, silver flats. We had to have a silver and a gold and we had to have all the flats. And earrings. And earrings. And a makeup hood. And a makeup hood. She's right. But I will say this about Dana. It's so funny because I, when I was telling my story about when she first started my career going in, I was shaking, knocking on her door. Because it was like, she's such an icon and still is in the fashion industry that, you know, she never cracked a smile. Don't. Now she does. No, she but, does. I mean, you didn't mess around, and, I mean, you had to be the ultimate. And if you worked for Saks, you worked basically for everybody in the city. If you worked for Saks, she was a benchmark for everybody, and um, she really knew what it was to hire a professional model and to maintain 
professionalism. And I, for you know, so thank you, Nina. I thought she was fabulous. You know what I've learned about through modeling, though, that I do have to say, and it, it's interesting because India between India Hicks and Nina Ivan, and India used to be a model. Two totally different people. Two yeah. totally different personalities. Uh, different ways of looking at life and stuff, but both wealth wealth of information. But what I've learned that's given me, and Nina touched on this, was the confidence. You know, basically, Shelley, anybody could say, I mean, we used to go into those auditions. No, I wanted a redhead. No, she's got freckles. She doesn't have the right color. I mean, it was a constant beating at your self-worth. Well, how about this, favorite listeners? You had to stand in a line with probably... This is for an audition. 15 to 20 girls in your bra and panties as a panel behind a table sat there and made comments about you in front of you. And then they would say, turn around. And you would have to turn around. And then they would, I mean, talk... Now, well, I don't know. You know Either well, you're in a nut house now or you or, or you feel great about yourself. But, I mean, let's face it. It was, I remember, and then I remember there were those models that but used to try. Our bodies were really good. Yes, they were. And we were young. And you know what? You're, you're not worried about, oh, God, is my cellulite showing? Well, I think we did. Oh, I, I did it. I think the girls did. Nor And also there were several girls that tried to sabotage you. So it was... Um, it, it was, was a dog-eat-dog dog world. It's a dog-eat-dog dog world. Speaking of the dog, dog. let's Once muzzle it. that thing. So, <laughs> we are broadcasting from Trump Tower. That's a whole other issue. We're not talking about Trump today. Yeah, but anyway, the dog is here. Penelope has, you know, she always has to be with the girls, so hey. We're, we're broadcasting from Trump Tower in fear as I'm watching the airplanes go by. I just don't hope we don't get bombed. <laughs> Every once in a while, I think we're going to get bombed during our broadcast. Well, you know, I have a funny story to tell you. When they came in and did, uh, Trump was supposed to do his um, big uh, town hall here, and they canceled it because of all the, all the broadcasters and everybody doing the whole. There's the dog. Anyway, the dog's the dog. But as I took my dog out of the building, all the protesters now came to Trump Tower. And they are all standing. It's 100 people, easy 100 people. And there's 25 police right outside our front doors. And I walk to take little Penelope, who, listeners, is as big as your shoe. She's a teacup poodle. She's eight years old. She's four pounds. She's cute as peanut. (laughs) And I took her out to do her business. Well, I go out there, and I'm like, oh, my God. You know, they had the barricades up and the stanchions so that people couldn't get very close to the building. And one protester just started to yell, Trump hates your dog. Trump hates your dog. And so the whole hundred people are starting to yell. And I was like, I turned around. I was like, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. And my dog's like, (laughs) you know, barking at all the uh, protesters. And I turned to the policeman and I said, you know, thank you for all that you do. Because I know that tonight was just a crazy night down at the University of Chicago. And he said, you know what? These protesters, basically, most of them are harmless because they just want to protest. Well, hey, they're not really quite sure what they're protesting about. No, they just want to protest, Listen. such as they did with my dog. Well, no, I think <laughs> protesters do know what they want to protest about. I think this is a very well, hot election. 
And I think that this is what makes America and Bad. makes the United States. No, <laughs> what makes again. it great, freedom of speech. And I think it's one of the things that, not that we're going to get into a political conversation. but Please don't. But it, it's one of the things that make, I mean, protesting is great. Protesting is getting involved no, and say, speaking I, your mind. I know what you're saying, but I'm just saying I... This election year, I think, has really been great because people have that have never been involved in the election process are now really involved in it, and I'm happy for that. Okay, enough on... Wait, no, I have one last thing, though, okay. because I do have to say, Megan Kelly has the best stylist. Yes, she does. Speaking <laughs> of fashion and everybody that I've ever seen. And I want to ask you, Shelley, yes. what you thought about Megan Kelly sitting down burning their incense with Donald Trump on a one-on-one. Well, you know, actually, I didn't see the entire interview. I have to say, I was very disappointed. I've been a Megyn Kelly fan, but I was very disappointed in Megyn Kelly from the get-go at the first debate. I didn't like the question she asked. Yes, I do know that, but it seemed... I think Fox has turned into a little bit of a reality TV show, and I don't like that. So, Megan, I think you are a brilliant, fabulous woman, and I don't like the fact that I'm turning into, tuning in and listening to kind of a little bit of a reality TV show. I was happy she sat down with Trump because I think that they were able to air a lot of their differences. Well, and you have to say... She's now become a celebrity because Trump she's put fantastic. her on the map. She's and fantastic. And now she's really changed her look, her style, everything. Yes, she has. I and, mean, you know, this just goes to show negative press can give well, be ultimate. My wonderful Bill Allen, my creator at the Gold Star Sardine Bar, he used to say, would you do something really rotten, please, so we can get some bad press on you? And I was like, ooh. And, but that's what he always thought. Bad press or dicey Funny how press. people forget. You know, and they forget time. Time cures everything. They forget about right. And everyone loves the underdog anyway. So when they beat you, they beat you down. <laughs> you get loved more. Speaking of that, but let's go back to our. our well, wait. Guests. Speaking about the underdog, not to segue, but since we're on this topic, how about Beyonce turning that horrific, very sad affair that Jay-Z had with Rita Ora, I mean, at least I think that's who it is, and turning that into one of the most sought-after, well-viewed uh, videos, Lemonade, in the country, and doing her whole show when she's going to be here in Chicago this weekend around making from lemons to lemonade. So she complete. it was the most creative piece. I watched it three times that I've ever seen in my life. She turned this horrible affair into something that was so positive. I thought this affair was with uh, Rachel Roy. Not Rachel Ray, the cookie person. No, Michael, it was Rita Ora, the designer, wasn't it? Michael, our producer, will tell us. I heard that it was... um the not the Rachel Ray, not Rachel Ray, but Rachel Roy, Rachel the, Roy, the designer. Okay, mm-hmm. 
Okay, Where anyhow, she was... Aura? Well, you, if you're going to say the story, let's Okay, say let's it. not say that. <laughs> First of all... Let's have the affair with I don't the know. Woman, Whoever please. it was, it was shocking to Beyonce, <laughs> and God bless her, and to go through an experience like that. It wasn't the like first that. time. He's done it with Rihanna. It's happened so many times. I know. I'm not saying it's the last time, but in one of her songs, she said, "You're just. I'm just too much for you. And she probably is. See, I have to see that whole video. You I, will... It's because I'm so, a huge Bay fan. Huge. So for all of you Beyonce fans and for all of our That's favorite listeners, you should definitely watch this. It's on Jay-Z's streaming station called Tidal.com, mm-hmm. which is the new... And you know, you know, Jay-Z, hang in there, man. You are unbelievable. I don't know. You're just like a money machine. You're like Midas. But you know what? He is. And you know what really bugs me? He's so supportive of her, but yet he does this. Because he's a bad boy. He is a bad boy. They're all bad. And you know what? Quite frankly, what is the big deal? Come on. No, no, Shirley, just really think about it. What really is the big deal? The you big don't own a human being. No, but the big deal is... It's hurtful. I know, but... It, I, the big deal was not only was it hurtful... The big deal was it was a friend of hers. She knew her. I believe she works for JC. Does she not, Michael? No, Rachel Roy is the interior is the designer that works for JC. One of her lines is carried by JC. So oh, I didn't know it was that. a painful experience. It was very public. Um, that was what the whole thing elevator scene was with her sister. When her Solange. sister Salon was and everybody was saying, Oh, it was because Solange wants to be a singer and she's not no. Well that's why Beyonce was standing in the background saying, Just go do it, sister. And that's why she didn't and they were saying, Well, Jay's Beyonce didn't yes. know what Beyonce that's knew exactly so what her sister was doing. First of all first of all, remember there's always a camera. I don't care where you are. There's a camera up your butt somewhere, and there's a camera in every elevator. Always. Ask Katie Kirk. But the second thing that I love... <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but the second thing I love, Shelly, is something that you and I would do. She just the next day flew out to she, Turks and Caicos with her sister. And rightfully so. God bless her, and go for it, Beyonce. I love you for that. And I love the fact that you turned this humiliating experience into a positive. And I hope you make trillions of dollars, which I know you are. You know, I really feel sorry for these people. It, it's like just living in a fishbowl. How about feeling sorry for us? Living in They're a fishbowl. fishbowl. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Girlfriends on webtalkradio.net. So anyhow, there's been so much. But you know, one on the good... The good side right now is June, coming into June. Well, wait, let's not, let's not forget our other two things. Our thing with Pinsky was right on. Her four things, uh, Kayla, Manuso, her four things I will never forget what she said. The vitamin C is a must. Liquid the vitamin ret- C for your face. That's right. The uh, retinol. <sighs> I don't use it. Um, I don't like the, it. Well, you're thin skin. So but retinol and then, wait, what'd she say? Oh, exfoliant. Exfoliant, vitamin C, retinol, sunblock. and sunblock. But here's that for our, stayed with me. I know, but here's for our thin-skinned. Like, I'm very thin-skinned, as is our mother. Very weathered. <laughs> no, I'm very, very <laughs> thin-skinned. I have a difficulty in using retinol, and I don't exfoliate all the time because my skin really can't handle that. So I'm very careful. So it all depends on your skin type. I think that was the message that she really 
wanted everybody to know is that everybody's skin type is different. So, And also, just to let our listeners know, which I thought was a great piece of advice, we put up on our website um, an interview with Dr. Seleski, and he did, you know, for the month of May was skin cancer. Melanoma. Melanoma, which is huge. By the way, Barry just had a huge thing taken off, dug out of his That's shoulder. That's the alien husband. The alien husband. Um, so, you know, you have to just really be careful. I thought her interview was great. And then what about our beautiful Sherry? Gigi? Sherry from wow, wow. Sherry from Gigi's Doll House and Hospital was an amazing interview. I, You know what? I was thinking, somebody was discussing just to me offhandedly a couple weeks ago. What were your happy places, Shelly? And I thought, you know what? One of my happy places was being at Gigi's Dollhouse. I loved it. I loved being there. I had a really good feeling. Um, It's an international doll center. People from all over the world call Sherry. I think you really have to be a doll person to really, because when you say happy place, I have to say, well, our happy place was... Our dollhouse. Yes, it was. In the basement, which we did with all the babies and stuff. And we played dolls every night after dinner. Every right. night. All the way through well, high school. you were after dinner out partying with your friends, but I was down in the well, dollhouse. high school, I wasn't. You okay, were not. Well, anyhow. So. Well, it was just when Barbie and Ken got in the 69 <laughs> position. That was really kind of bad. And then mom and dad entered, and that was my brother. It was not us. Okay. Anyhow, so... And then what you did to the trolls, that was really nasty. What did I... I didn't do you that. You dyed their hair and you cut their hair and you did I never did that. Face. That was your brother. I never did that. Okay. Anyhow, <laughs> Gigi's was a great place to Doesn't go. And bad call Gigi, and she has a wonderful website. It's all on, on uh, the dash girlfriends.com. Yeah, and go to Gigi's for any kind of doll, if, or if you want to sell your dolls. I thought what was really eerie is when she said, yeah, sometimes, you know, we come in, the dolls are in different positions the next day. They're in different places on different shelves. That was kind of eerie, but I did. But I could see it. Absolutely. And when you're in there, I mean, they're all looking at you. This is like going into a puppeteer place where you see that on like... And and favorite listeners, I know you all saw Toy Story, so come on, let's not forget what happened in Toy Story. Oh, yeah. So that's what the dollhouse was like. It was beautiful. And if you have a doll with a cracked skull like we did, we had to bring it in to get repaired, that's where you go. You go to Gigi's. Perfect. I thought that was really neat having those guest speakers. But then again, I miss talking to going through our raves and rants and all of our hashing, all the celebrity talk and whatever. Well, you know, May and June is a fantastic time for... Graduations. There's lots of oh weddings, and I just happened to go to one of the most extraordinary weddings of my life. Very, very dear couple. Their son was getting married, and the wedding was in Palm Beach, which could not have been more beautiful. We stayed at the Breakers, and it was a three-day extravaganza. So when I say, well, what is an extravaganza, Shelley? I'm talking about a marching band. I'm talking about one of the greatest rock-out bands from New York City that you could ever imagine. Well, what was the name of them? I do not have it off the tip of my oh, tongue. Oh, God, keep all that info for Meredith. Yes, and we will put it on our website. It was a very expensive band, but nonetheless. Um, 
it was the most fun. And they served caviar, and they had cracked crab claws, and they had the most gorgeous flowers. They had gardenias. They had orchids. They had a wrapper that was not to be believed at the after after party. Um, It was the most exceptional wedding that I've ever been to. And the bride happened to write her own music for her wedding march, and she was gorgeous. She had this big butterfly tattoo on her back, which I know that the mother of the groom wanted to put makeup all over to get rid of it, but it looked beautiful. And it was very, it was a really very cool vibe that was going on. I thought that was extraordinary, but I know you've got graduations coming up, Shauna. Well, I have to tell you, I do have graduation coming up. This is a very, very extremely busy time of year, but that's really weird that you say that, and because we haven't talked, I also was in Palm Beach, different wedding, at probably one of the most fabulous weddings I've been to, but I'll tell you the reason why. And I'm thinking about this, this being wedding season. You know, it's always hard to take things and try to get creative. And, you know, these young girls, they want something different or something memorable. But this young couple had, they were both athletes, both good-looking. He was a football player, so his groomsmen were all football or baseball players. So they were all great-looking guys. Not saying that you have to be great-looking, but it's just the whole posture and stance. Did they wear their uniforms? No, they, they didn't. But what she did have was her high school basketball coach proceed to, um, how do you say it? What's the word I'm looking for? Okay, married them. Do the, the ceremony. Wonderful. And it was a male, and she had beautiful... But here's the unique thing is these these two young people put so much thought into their guests and the way the wedding that it made it very special for the guests and you felt like you really wanted to kick out and have fun. For instance, you know how when you have bridesmaids and groomsmen, they'll list the names? Right. Well, she put a name like, let's say, Susie Smith, my best study partner in college. Hmm. My 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 girl, um, Mary Mulaney, right. like the that. girl that I partied all night with, and so you gave tidbits. So that when they I walked like down the aisle, you felt like you oh you're the girl. And also another great thing, which took a lot of time and effort, I would say there was a, probably about 170 people. Is as you sat down at your table, this couple had traveled around a lot together. So instead of giving your table number five, your table number two, they have all the places they went to. Like, oh, I'm sitting in Rome, or oh. I'm sitting in Tallahassee, or oh. I'm sitting in... And so they did all the places that they had gone to. So virtually every little loving detail was about themselves. But wait, one thing I thought was really great, that as you sat at the table, they had one of the uh, around circle. And for example, for me, they said... This person, they had a little ditty about every person that sat at the table. But they never did have your name. So you would immediately sit down and you would start conversing with people saying, oh, is this you? It said this person was a model and now lives in a presidential nominee candidate. Oh, that's cute. You know, my husband was in his day 
this man was the hottest bachelor on Rush Street. You know, it was oh. stuff like that. You know, and this That's woman, very cute. yeah, it was very cute. It would take a lot of time to do that, but it made it so special. I think that one of the wonderful things. Two last things. Weddings. Sorry, I just have to get this out because it's so good. The food was extraordinary, and the band was by the name of Chase. And they started out with three of the greatest songs, Bruno Mars, which, you know, funk, 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 get up, shut up and dance, and tonight's going to be a great night. Wow. Well, this band was extraordinary, too, and I will we'll put the name of this band on the website. It was 18 pieces. It was not to be believed. Ooh. But I think, so to sum up the weddings, so for all of our listeners out there that are planning we weddings... I think it's really important. The details are so important. I think one of the most important thing you can do for a wedding is to put your own personal touch to write your vows. And it doesn't have to be elaborate. And it doesn't have to be expensive. You can get a song that means something to to the two of you. You can write your own personal vows. Well, look at your son. He stood up on stage dressed as a lobster and sang a song he to wrote, him. Right. <laughs> he, I know he did, and it was fantastic. Or was it crap? And at this wedding, the the son, the brother, did stood up and did a rap song in one of the most crazy outfits. I couldn't even believe it. And then I, I kind of said to my husband, "Gosh, now I understand Scotty's whole, you know." Because when Scott had the after party, he had beads and hats and wigs, and I was thinking, what is he doing? But this after party had the beads and the hats and the wigs and the glow sticks and had the same thing. So I think that's what young people are doing. But nonetheless, I think the most important thing you can do for your wedding is to personalize it. And, you know, in our day, when I think that when we got married, I don't think it was so personalized. It was more... This is what you say until death do us part and sickness and in health. But it's really more about your own personal feeling. And as you know now, it's not that you just have to get married in a church. Now people are really choosing people that they really feel have influenced their life and have been able to. That's right. Which is remarkable. God, I could have had ten people up there. But you know, know, now you had to book. You got to book the church. Why are you ten years in advance? So popular. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm saying there's at least ten people that have really influenced my life, and you know, to book a church to have a priest that you don't really know. I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I know. That's like I know. Those days are over. But sorry, I, I think it's you're, you're right on though. Just to personalize, and it's not about how much money you. Spend. Absolutely not. I mean, you can do it out in a field, out on the beach. Yeah. Just, you know, with country flowers and something special and unique. And you don't even have to wear a white dress anymore. Yeah. Have your dressmates, have your bridesmaids in black. <laughs> I mean, they're doing that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, my girlfriend's Who's children. really wearing a white dress nowadays anyhow? Come on, and let's what? be honest, listeners. <laughs> well, most of the brides are. That but that doesn't mean they're virgin, for Pete's sake. No, no. Oh, the virgin thing is totally long gone. Yeah. Speaking of virgin, and not to get segued, well. Yes. Well, <laughs> they've now come in the United States. They have the first penal implant or transplant. And it's taken them, it happened in New Hampshire. It's the first one that's ever been done in the world, and it took a team of 50 doctors. So, I mean, it's a wonderful thing, and I'll tell you, because Howard Stern had on his show 
four men that didn't have. I don't believe a penis. that. Lorena Bobbitt, when she cut off her boyfriend's penis. That's not penis. a transplant. They attached the penis back on. A transplant's like having a whole new knee, a whole new shoulder. Okay, well, that doesn't surprise me at all. And it was given by, you know, because and the, the people that were on there without a penis were people that had, you know, cancer or that flesh-eating disease. I think it's great. I think it's, oh, my God, it's a huge breakthrough in, in, in medicine. I think it's great. Well, so they're doing so many things now. With anyway, <laughs> I don't know how that came to be, but... <laughs> Uh, there's so many things now with stem cell research, and you know but that I, was huge. And they've been working on it for many a year. They're all working on it for many a year. Okay, segueing out of the penal implant. Okay, getting back to graduation for all of you. That's wow, that's wedding a switch and graduation <laughs> season. It is craziness. Meredith just had her prom. Oh, we have prom season too. Prom's big. Gosh, prom it's hard to find huge. those prom dresses too. It's hard. Well, it is hard, and it's hard to find something that's not expensive and that looks great and also it's not too brief and is appropriate and covered up. But in the city, it's been prom weekend for the last three weekends. And, you know, the big, huge issue with me was I just wanted to make sure that every wasn't so much about prom. It was transportation, you know, and getting these kids to the after party. <laughs> Well, the after party that everybody and their brother is drinking, that was... Hello, let's not forget when you were at the after parties. So you didn't return for two weeks. So no. you're so lucky to have... <laughs> Stop. But you're so lucky that to have so these long. two beautiful children that call, that check in, that are texting you. And you're so yes. hung up on it. I'm like, God. No, I'm not hung up on it at all. I'm very good about it. But in my day and age, we, dr we drank to get happy. These kids drink to just pass out. Of course they do. And speaking of that, in so my daughter goes to prom, and somebody passed out at the after party, and the police had to come, and the prom is only supposed to be for juniors and seniors, and somebody passed out as a sophomore, and they everyone left prom at the after party. Yes, because... So it blew the whole thing. No, what a shame. Yeah. You know, first of all, they need to have somebody at the door that's checking IDs so that the sophomores... Sorry, freshman, sophomore. You're not supposed to be at these parties. Well, it was a junior or senior girl that invited a sophomore boy. Sorry. Can't come. Yeah, I Then agree. don't be stupid, junior, senior girls. Don't invite sophomore boys. Right. Or vice versa. Young. It should be for the juniors and the seniors. Perfect. And they can't invite out of, you know, they can't invite people in college. You know, all this whole inclusive thing is getting to be, you know, a bit much. Wear a sombrero, have some fun. Yeah, Just have a margarita. <laughs> have a margarita, wear a shamrock on your head. Yeah, riva, I mean, you this know. is getting crazy with all these rules that we have to have all the oh, time. Oh, and they, all the kids were scared because they thought that they somebody was standing at the door getting a breathalyzer test. Before they enter. God, we used to have so much fun, I don't get it. Oh, we used to have a ball. I don't know, it's the same old well, stuff. Well, because some serious stuff is happening. And, you know, it's, you know. Because there's always a few bad apples in every group. Yeah, get a grip on the personality. And you know what, if you have to have your personality come out after you have 35 beers or whatever you're doing, 18 you shots. Go to AA. Then go to AA. <laughs> don't walk, run to AA. No, anyhow, there was a wonderful <laughs> article that happened to be in the paper yesterday by a lawyer. And actually, she was giving percentages, not to mention it, but she was giving, she's a very well-known lawyer, and 
She was saying... Divorce lawyer? No, she was a trial lawyer, and she said the pressure on trial lawyers is so intense that a lot of them drink. And she went through a, a gamut. It was an excellent article, and it was in the Chicago Sun-Times. So read it, page one. Yesterday's paper. Oh Anyhow, yeah, it was a good article. So anywho... Um, Wait, what are you thinking about all these Olympics? All these athletes? You know, it's been going on for years... 31 athletes who complete uh, who competed in the 2008 Beijing. They were all had to be retested. I know. What about Russia? For and they're all taking. You know, they're just stupid. And then you've got what our Lance Armstrong. You know, well, Lance Armstrong, that was just a well. They're doing the same debacle. thing. They're they're taking these banned drugs. They're retesting all the old pee. That was well, the, in the 2012 London Olympics. The baseball, the baseball, the every sport. You know, I mean, it's like just everybody, stop cheating. Everybody's everybody. doping. You know, everybody <laughs> should stop cheating. Politicians yeah, stop should stop cheating. cheating. Athletes, everyone, stop, stop lying cheating. And cheating. And yeah, come on. Let's get real. Buck up. Well, it's all coming out. You well, I, I felt that was really bad. You know, I, I think for those, you know. Dopey athletes. I mean, dopey yeah. athletes that happen to be so disciplined. I can't believe it. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen now with this thing in Buenos Aires with the Zika, the mosquitoes biting everybody. It's going to be crazy. So Why scary. Not? Well, that'll be the next well, big we're, thing. We're putting millions, millions into trying to find a something will happen. I would go there and I'd wear like a big twisty baggie, <laughs> just have my head out. But then you well, couldn't do your sport. Oh, the athlete. I'm thinking of an observer. No, I, I have a lot of people that are going over there. Listen, for that. it was a stupid. I'm sorry because I have a lot of friends, Latin American. Oh, friends. I know because you're so popular. <laughs> <laughs> and I do have a lot of Latin American friends, but you know, Chicago bid on the Olympics, and we should have gotten it. It shouldn't be in Buenos Aires. I don't. They're think, not ready for I it. Don't They're not think prepared. Chicago for it. Would, was ready for it. Oh, I when do. We had it. I really I don't. It was great. I don't think we were ready for it. I think it will come here. But uh, it's not yet. Anyway, going back to graduation, now we're all coming to the end of the year, going to this whole graduation ceremonies. Um, what do you think is like a really great graduation gift? Oh, wow. I don't know. I always think a gift certificate is I always mean, I nice would, or just cash for going forward. There's no meaning in a gift certificate. Mm-hmm. You know, a watch, everyone uses their phones now. Everyone, you, an iPhone is a wonderful gift. Yeah, but everyone has them by the time they're at the An iPad is a wonderful gift. I don't know. Oh, what did I hear about? Just give cold, hard cash. Yeah, that's all. That's all that I want. Just cold, hard cash and a great card. That's all that I want. Cash. King. Cash is king. (laughs) Cash is king. I do have to say, uh, what did I just hear about Apple? Oh, my God. They did an investment in Apple. Who did that? Billionaire investor Warren Buffett. Of course he did. He did an investment in Apple worth $1 billion. Well, does that surprise you? No, I guess not. <laughs> I mean, Warren Buffett's changing the world. He's And Bill Gates, and you know, they're all doing that, where they're investing money for the future of America. I think it's wonderful. But wait, why I'm hoping he if do Donald that? Trump's elected, he'll be able to do that. And if Hillary Clinton's elected, who knows what will happen. I hope she's not going to have Bill Clinton. I like him, but 
Oh, that's a whole different story. We're not going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, let's not go there because, you know what, it's just too dicey. However, I do have to say you're right about that. It's brought more Republican and Democrats that are young and the younger people into the... And they're all for Bernie. ...into the race. Well, Bernie's not going to make it. He's fighting for it. I know, and, you know, i, I got to hand it to the old guy. You know, God bless him. I think he looks fantastic. I know. And not only that, but he's he's done a incredible campaign. I mean... I don't want to turn into a communist country, but besides that, um, I think Bernie is, you know, he's a There's, great guy. All the young, Michael, what do you think about Bernie? Are you a Bernie supporter? I think he's a good guy. Uh, I don't know if I'd, uh, I'd vote for him, but um, I'm still making my decisions, I suppose. He's on the fence. See, Michael is our young, money. hot producer, everybody. Yes, he is. He's about 25 years younger than we are, maybe more. Well, I don't even want to ask. Than you are. But, well, me. I mean... <laughs> But he's he's in the know. He's in the know, but he's on the fence. You know, some of these, everyone's on the fence. You know what? Everyone should be on the fence. And, you know, nobody wants to really express it because it's such a hot issue. It is. You know, even those, it's just a really. Actually, it's been fun, though, to watch the campaign. It's been the best. It's been absolutely the best. It's been great to watch, you know, Lion Ted and Crooked Hillary and, you know. Trump train and. Ego uh, Trump train and. Yeah, it's Buck and Bronco. Who's that? Uh, what's his name? Bernie. <laughs> Bernie's Buck and Bronco. Wait, what they call I don't know. him? Bernie I the uh, Bernie Sanders. I wouldn't call him a Buck and Bronco. <laughs> no, wait, wait. Stick with Buck and Bronco. <laughs> but anyhow, you're listening to the girlfriends on WebTalkRadio.net and getting a few of our viewpoints on just stuff on different things. Um, We've got a great, we're, we're heading into summer, and we're really looking forward to it. We've got some great guests coming up. We've got, actually, the owner of Tesla. Yeah, the Tesla, one of the creators. a really great new hot car, Shelly. And I noticed when we were out in California, a lot of people are driving the Tesla. The Tesla, listeners, is the car that is electrified. It's the car of the moment, and they have a $35,000 car available because the original Tesla, which is over 100000 ex- very extraordinary car, beautiful car, and they have now come out with and created a new Tesla that's affordable at $35,000. And we have him coming on as a guest, and he's yeah. going to tell us yeah. all about it and what has motivated uh, Tesla to create this beautiful car, and and he's going to hopefully it's, it's, sell us on it. I'd like to get a Tesla. It, it'll be interesting to see what he has to say. They've worked out a lot of quirks in it. I do think it's a good-looking car. I do, it's too. It's a very good-looking car. And um, I think a lot of the young people are really buying it. They're really you just have to have plugs all over the place when you... Well, that's what I was going to say. No, I think they but go... Now they have, well, they have worldwide spread uh, battery packs. A few people own the Tesla in Trump Tower, and they do. They oh, I'm it, sure. It's a battery pack that they yeah, bring sure. and they install. But let's say this: if you're on a road trip, what do you do? Go to a gas station and plug in. Yeah, they've got places, Tesla stations. Anyhow, you might be seeing me. You might be seeing me driving around in a Tesla. So, to all our favorite listeners out there, tune in next week because maybe next week. I'm not sure when they're going to be able to get around to us. So. We'll let you know. Well, I know he definitely has us on his docket, and he's looking forward to to being with us. So we hope that you will all tune in next week, listeners. 
and we'd love sharing this day with you. It's a beautiful day around the country, and we love you. We hope you tune in again. Please check our website, the-girlfriends.com, on webtalkradio.net. See ya. Clap along if you know what happiness is.